you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc. Now here's this week's message. Good morning, Compassion Church. Happy 22. 22. Man, I've not seen some of y'all since last year. It's been too long. My daughter said, don't do that, Dad. That's a dad joke. Don't do that. But I did it anyway. A few of you laughed, so that's all right. Man, 2020 and 2021 was rough. We had pandemics. We had riots. We had economy struggles. Man, the nation went crazy. People are at each other. Churches are closing. It's just crazy stuff happening. Maybe in 2020 and 2021, maybe your family was had it rough. Maybe things were, were, were tough for you guys. But here's what I want to do on the first Sunday, January the 2nd of 2022. I wanted to stand on faith and declare, even though we had a snowstorm outside or whatever we want to call that, and other things are happening, here's what I want to declare. I want to declare to this church, the best is yet to come. Can we give God some praise on that one? The best is yet to come. Believe that over your family, believe that over your life, that the best is yet to come in 2022. No matter what naturals look, we know who owns everything. Amen? Father, I thank you for being in your house, Lord. Most of all, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your son dying on the cross for us. I thank you for his blood washing away all of our sins. Lord, I pray today as we get into your word that we would not leave here as we came in. We would be changed people growing in your word. Father, and I just thank you for the opportunity to speak and hear your word. In Jesus' name, everybody said. Amen. Well, I get the privilege in 2022, this first Sunday, is I'm going to kick off. We're doing a sermon series called Bust a Move. Look at somebody and say, Bust a Move. Oh, come on, get a little jazzier than that. Come on, Bust a Move. Listen, if you didn't have the privilege growing up in the 80s, I am so sorry. That was the best year, best time in history is the 80s. That's right. All of us 80 folks, you say, no, no. Well, let me, let me tell you. Let's compare for a minute. Let's go down a journey for just a minute between the 80s and what's happening right now here in the present time. If you don't believe the 80s was the greatest time in history. Let's look at this. Jeans that are ripped in the knees. And you're paying 150 bucks in them. We just wore them out. That's what happened in our place, right? What's happening? High-waisted jeans. My daughter, that's all she wants to wear, high-waisted jeans. Well, it started in the 80s, the best time in history. Lacy shirts, in our days only girls wore them, but now just whatever, you know, but it happened back in the, the 80s. Spandex, that's right people, spandex. We wore them as fashion statements, you wear them to work out, but we got them started back in the 80s. Big hair, all the girls in here know big hair. Big hair was how it happened in the 80s. There was so much Aquanet, for you that didn't know, that's hairspray, that if you walked through a door and it bent, you didn't do your part in the ozone layer. You know what I mean? That's how it happened. The best is yet to come, mullets. That's right, baby. It's business in the front, and we're partying in the back all the time, and they're bringing them back. Don't tell me the 80s aren't good. You think video games, you think your virtual reality. We had Pong, that's right. That little stick, it went back and forth. It was a challenge getting that ball going one place to another. Don't talk to me about your virtual games. That's right, Atari was number one. But the 80s had its challenges. 
And here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to say a phrase right now, and if you're sitting by somebody who grew up in the 80s, you're going you're to see them twitch just a little bit. But we had our challenges. And the phrase I'm going to use that happened in the 80s that you know nothing about if you wasn't born in the 80s or if you wasn't during the 80s growing up, that term is mixed tapes. That's right, a little twitch was happening right there for some, some people. I know you go, what is a mixtape? Well, it was about this big, and it went inside of this walk-around stereo that we called a boombox that had tons of speakers on it that blared as we were walking through the neighborhood letting people listen to our music. That's what it was called, a boombox, a cassette tape, and a mixtape. How did you get a mixtape? This is how we did it. Back in the day, you used to be able to call a radio station, and if you were slick, you would say, hey, this is David. I would like to request such and such song for my girlfriend, Misty. That's my wife, by the way. Just her, I'm keeping it the same, so nobody. So, and, and so if you, then you would take these two fingers. You would take these two fingers, one for the play button, one for the record button on your boom box with your cassette tape in there. And you would wait for the announcer to say, this song's going out to Misty from David. And you would hit record and play at the same time. It was a talent and it was a skill. And you had to listen really close to be able to hit stop. If not, a commercial started and it just ruined your mixtape, yeah, it was a struggle. You know nothing about it. We understand the struggle's real. In the 80s was when hip-hop and rap was introduced. And it's when breakdancing was introduced. That's right, it was called breakdancing. We were moonwalking and we were doing the wave and we were breakdancing. We were spinning on our backs and we were spinning on our shoulders. Some of us learned how to and practice spinning on our heads, which just tells you what's wrong with our generation. But anyway, don't judge us. We could do it. Hip-hop and rap, whether you liked it or not, it was there to stay. It changed the course of time. And there was a song in 1989 that came out, and it was called Bust to Move. Now, it's not a song I would play on my boombox now if I had one hidden in the back of my closet. Don't judge me. But here's what I would tell you about that song. The whole meaning of that song was to take action of some kind. That's what it was all about, taking action of some kind. In Compassion Church, in 2022, I think that we need to take some action of some kind. I think that we need to bust a move. Luke 5, verses 1 through 11, it reads like this. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake Genesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Hear that, a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night, and I haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled for their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled the boats, both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, my Lord. Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all of his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. 
So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. How do we bust a move in 2022? How do we take some action in 2022, some different kind of action? The first one is this, use what God has given you. Use what God has given you. Stop looking around and see what other people have and start using what God has given you. Because here's what I want to tell you today. God has equipped you right where you are for right where you are. Jesus, knowing that the people needed to hear freedom, Jesus, knowing that they needed to hear his words, knowing that they needed him, he used right where he had, right where he had it. He used what he had right where he was. Luke 5, 23 says, he saw the water's edge, two, two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one boat, one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. We have to take a step of faith sometimes. We have to do what Jesus said to ask Simon to put out just a little from the shore. We got to take that step of faith in our life and take, out, take, and take a little bit, just a little ways from the shore is where we got to go somewhere. Sometimes it's in the small steps. Sometimes it's your obedience brings the breakthrough is what happens in the small things, just going out a little bit. 1 Samuel 15, 22 says obedience is better than sacrifice. It's in our obedience that the miracles start happening. Sometimes we just got to put out just a little bit from the shore. The second thing is this, use what's in your hands. Use what's in your hands. It says, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, master, we've been working hard all night and haven't called anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. Simon said to Jesus, 2020 has been rough and 2020 was even worse. 2022 ain't looking so good, but you know what? Because you said so, I'll do it. I've done all that I could do. I worked all night. I've labored hard. I'm ready to give up. I'm ready to throw in the towel. We've tried to catch those fish. We tried to do those things, but nothing seems to be working. Things seem to be getting worse. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. Sometimes you just got to be obedient and say, just because you say so, I'm going to do it. He says, I still don't understand. Simon's telling him, I still don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I'll put out into the deep water. That's where the trust comes in. That's where the blessings start happening is in the deep. Because you begin trusting in Jesus and not yourself. Maybe you don't have a job yet, but you committed to paying your tithes. Maybe you don't have the job of your dream job that you want, but you'll be faithful with what you have. Maybe your relationship isn't the way that you want it to be, but you'll be faithful to God and he'll bring the relationship in line. It's taking those small steps in the shallow and moving to the deep. Sometimes we just got to push out into the deep a little further. Sometimes I'm going to bust a move and take some action that I've never taken before. I'm not going to repeat what I repeated in the past. I'm going to do something different this year. Think about it. Simon had to take that paddle back in his hand. After being out there all night and working, he had to take that paddle in his hand. You take what's in your hand. He had to take that paddle in his hand and started rolling back further into the deep. He was going back out there knowing that he caught no fish, knowing that he had no success, knowing that he, he was going on a man's word is all he was doing. We got to get out of the shallow in 2022 and start going into the deep. I can imagine Simon thinking this way. I just cleaned those nets. This isn't working. But because you say so, 
I will let down the nets. Notice this, the first time he asked him to put out just a little bit, then the next time he said, go deep. God is calling you and he's calling me in 2022 to go deep. You may not understand it. You may not know what it looks like. You may look at what you have in your hands and say, it's never worked for me before. But when it's given to God, miracles begin to happen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart is going deep. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. When we lean on our, on our own understanding, we leave, we leave it in the shallow. When we trust in him, we go to the deep. We must believe God and do what he says to do, even when our circumstances say it's a lie and it doesn't make sense. Our own understanding will lie to us. Our own understanding will tell us it isn't possible. Our own understanding will tell us it will never happen. But he said, in all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. But because you said so, I will let down the nets. But because you say so, I'll bust a move. The third thing is this, use a heart of expectation. Use a heart of expectation. He says, when, when they had done so, they caused such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. There used to be an old song in those big red hymnals or different color hymnals. And it said, trust and obey because there is no other way. When we have a heart full of expectation that God will do what he said he will do and only he can do it, miraculous things will begin to happen in your life and my life and in our church. If we take the stance of the three Hebrew boys, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in Daniel chapter 3, it, he, they said, you know what, throw us in the fire. It doesn't matter. We're not going to bow down and serve any God. We're taking a stance. We're busting a move. We're doing things different that we've never done before. No matter who else is doing it, we're taking a stand. But even if God doesn't rescue us, we'll still not bow down. Even when things seem tough, don't give up. Don't bow down. Keep going forward. But even if he doesn't, we're going to have an expectation because everything, our lives and everything belongs to him. For 2022, let's bust a move and take action of some kind in the right area of expectation. The fourth thing is this, use a heart of gratitude. Use a heart of gratitude. Or can I put it like this? Maybe this, can I say, use your dance moves? See, when I first started talking to you a few minutes ago, I talked about break dancing, right? Come on now, I got, I got some. Oh, look at it. Oh, oh, what? No, I'm just kidding. I used to be a breaker. Y'all don't know the practice it took. We were in the hallways, man. Kids are fist fighting now. We were breaking in the hallways. You don't know the challenges that happened. You don't know the skills that you got. But the practice kept going, and we were practice and practice and practice. You don't know. But all the other kids who couldn't do that kind of dancing, they would just look and watch you and stand in amazement. 
So Luke said, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at his knees and said, go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John and the son of Zebedee, Simon's partner. At first, when Jesus got in the boat, he was identified as Simon. But now that he pushed out into the deep, he threw the net over. He's now Simon Peter. No one knows your dance. No one knows the struggle you've been through. You got your own moves. Only you know what your story is. Only you can be grateful for Jesus saving you from your sins. Only you know what you've been through. But use those dance moves with a heart of gratitude. Revelations 12 and 11 says, and they overcame by him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Everyone's dance is different. We all have a different dance in our stage and walk of faith. But just bust a move. Even if it doesn't look right to anyone else, you know what it means to you. You know what it took to get there. In Genesis, there's a story about a man named Jacob, and the man named Jacob, he brought a lot of hardship on himself. If you go back and read in previous chapters, Jacob brought a lot of hardship. He was a bad dude. He brought some, but then he reconciled. He he got ready. He was he he got connected with God, and and he had sent his family away, and he was by himself. And then there was a, a an angel, or the Bible says a man who came and fought with him all night long, and and he said, you, and they were struggling, and the the man said, hey, the daylight's coming, let me go. He said, I will not let you go. He said, let me go. He said, oh. I will only let you go if you bless me. And, and, the, and the man, the angel, the man, he, he hit his hip to put a limp in his hip. But Jacob still didn't let go. He held on tight. Bless me. Bless me. I'm not going to let you go. Sometimes for our blessings in our life, we just can't let go. Even when it hurts, don't you let go. You got to bust a move and do something you've never done before. You got to hang tight this year in 2022. You got to have the faith and walk that thing out like never before. What happened to Jacob? Jacob was blessed. It says in Genesis 32, 31, the sun rose above him and he passed by Penel and he was limping because of his hip. He got his blessing, he got his name changed, but he still had a limp. From that point on Jacob, who was called Israel, he danced a little different groove. His name was changed and he was blessed. Luke 5 and 10 says, then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore and let left everything and followed him. I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. But what I'm going to tell you is the Lord's going to go before you. You just hang on tight. You give it to the Lord. You follow him. He'll make your, your path straight. But I'm telling you today to choose today to bust a move towards God. The blessings will flow and he has called you by name. You're not here by an accident, and you never were. He knew you would be here right during this time, right during this day. He, you were born right now for a purpose. Where do we start busting a move in? 
I believe 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 14 and 16 says it to us, the best of all. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will, be, and will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. Where do we start busting to move at? Humble ourselves. Surrender, full surrender in our lives. 2022, the second day in, say, I'm surrendering. It's all you, God. I surrender. The second thing we can do is seek his face in prayer. Have a relationship with him, not just a genie in the bottle. Don't come to him just when you're in trouble or when you want something. He wants to know you and call you by name because he has called you by name. The third thing is repent, turn from our sins. Stop playing in the pig pen. It's time to get out. The Bible tells us a dog returns to his vomit. Disgusting, but that's how it goes. When we return to our sin, that's the same imagery there is. Stand with me today, if you will. We want to thank you so much for joining us for our service today. We hope that you've enjoyed it. Before we let you go today, I want you to know that Jesus Christ loves you. And over 2,000 years ago, God the Father gave His Son, Jesus Christ, to die upon a cross for you. That through His death, you would have eternal life. And through the shedding of His blood, you would have forgiveness of all your sins of past, present, and even future. So if you're watching right now, and you're right now living in a life of shame, sadness, and sin, I want to introduce you to my Savior. All you have to do today to be saved is first admit that you're a sinner in need of God's grace and wonderful love. Believe that He is the Son of the living God, died upon a cross for you, rose on the third day, and lives forevermore at the right hand of the Father, interceding for you. And with your mouth, confess the Lord of your life, and you shall be saved. So if you're watching right now, and as I'm saying these words, it's touching something in your heart, and you say, today, I want to give my heart life to Christ, then I want you to say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, forgive me my sins and all of my ways. I ask you to come into my heart and into my life. I repent of my ways, and I ask you to be the Lord and Savior of my life forever and ever. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, I want you to know that you are a child of God. Your sins have been washed away. You're a new creation, the Bible says, and eternity with Christ is your reward. Do us a favor. If you gave your heart and life to Christ today, please let us know in the comments or reach out to the church, and we would like to tell you your next steps in following Christ Jesus. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by Compassion Church. We're so glad you joined us today. For more information, including service times and locations, please visit our website, compassion.cc.